We are all imperfect Christians living in this imperfect world, and we serve a perfect God. God is absolutely amazing in every single way, and we, all of us, um, definitely take that for granted on a day-to-day basis. None of us are 100% perfect. Uh, God created us that, you know, in his own image he is perfect but we are not we are we are not the son you know he is the only one that was born perfect we are definitely not perfect we're all imperfect uh, christians serving a perfect god uh this podcast is mainly dedicated to everyone who like young adults uh, definitely teenagers women men i mean anybody can listen to this podcast I feel like, and get something out of it, um, you know, come with me on this journey as we grow together in God. I am not the best Christian at all. Um, I go days without reading my Bible sometimes. Um, I don't pray every day like I should. None of us are perfect, but like I said, we definitely serve this absolutely perfect God who is so forgiving in every single way, and it is just absolutely amazing how He always is there for us no matter what you know like we have friends who say they're always there but we all know that in life that things can happen of course and they're not going to be there for us because they have family things they get sick but God is always there no matter what he is perfect um people it is also it is always awesome to have people like that in your life that say they're always there for you because nine times out of ten they really and truly will always be there for you. Um, you know, unless something like that happens. But essentially, today's podcast is going to be over finding your worth in Christ, um, <clears throat> and let's grow together as we talk about how to, to essentially find our worth in Christ. There's so many different things um, I'm going to go over today, just a couple different points that we're going to talk about, and I just think it's going to be really good. So definitely stick around. Don't leave. Don't leave too soon. Um, We are all loved, accepted, and worthy of our calling, whether that be God called us to be a nurse or God called us to be, I don't know, a basket weaver. It doesn't really matter. Um, but I also want everyone to know that I have animals. I have three cats and a dog. So if you guys hear that in the background, my dog is drinking water right now. Um, yeah, just just be leery of that. So you guys are definitely going to hear some background noise, and I apologize. Um, but just definitely be confident in your calling, and know that God, if God truly called you to do something. Um, you're loved and you're accepted by God and you are worthy of doing that. Um, I want to kind of speak from a personal experience to say that whenever I was young and I first got out of high school, I definitely didn't, I had no idea what I was called to do, um, in this world or called to be, you know, um, I was most definitely called to be in the nursing field. And I realized that every time I go to work, because I can feel, God's presence sometimes, and whenever someone says, you know, God is so good, uh, God is so amazing, uh, are you a Christian, and, you know, we can connect on that, and especially whenever 
um, my patients that are sick are they're in need. They're, they need us. They need nurses. They need us to be with them in their time of need. And I truly feel that in my heart that I was called to be a nurse. Uh, I tried to be a dental assistant for a little while and that did not work out. That definitely is not my cup of tea. I don't know if you've ever seen the movie Mean Girls before, but there's a lot of Regina George's in the dental field, like 100%. I've never in my life. Um, it's kind of crazy, but essentially, um, we don't really have control over what other people think of us or what other people feel about us. Uh, we are worthy despite that, um, but we do have control over how God directs us and leads us in our life and how devoted we are to Him to help us find our worth in Christ and help us uh, be <clears throat> loved and accepted by Him and know that we are worthy of our calling. Um, I have actually found some affirmations I want to read on here, and I don't want to leave this out because this is so absolutely amazing and you guys need this. Um, I found this on a website. It's called The Confident Woman, so I'm going to give you guys credit for that. Uh, this is not from me. This is from this website, but it's absolutely amazing, and it's going to go. It's going to fit right along in my podcast here. Um, it's www.confidentwomanco.com. Uh, this website is awesome. I've actually been on here looking around, and uh, this is really encouraging to each and every one of us. I think we can all definitely use this website. Uh, but here's some affirmations that I can kind of use as points on here. Um, like I said, I'm definitely giving credit to this website, not myself, for the points. And they also listed some Bible verses here. So I'm going to read those and these affirmations. Um, so essentially... It says to remember you are more than what others think or say you are. You are who God says you are. You're a child of God, a powerful, confident woman or man of God. Here are these affirmations. The first one is I'm a child of God. And Galatians 3, 26, 27 is referenced. And it says, so in Christ Jesus, you are all children of God through faith. For, you, for all of you who are baptized into Christ have clothed yourself with Christ. So essentially it's saying, you know, I mean, everybody interprets Bible verses differently, but God is pretty much saying you're all children of mine. I made each and every one of you, and if you follow me, then you are a child of God. The second point is... I am a co-heir with Christ. It's Romans 8, 17. Now, if we are children, then we are heirs, heirs of God and co-heirs with Christ. If indeed we share in his sufferings in order that we may also share in his glory. Essentially, we are going to go to the kingdom of heaven with God as long as we lead, <clears throat> as long as we believe and trust in him and lead every day with a godly heart and definitely keep him first. Um, essentially, we're all like, that's, that's a really good affirmation that we're co-heirs with Christ. We're all going to go to heaven with Christ. The third one is, I am free to be 
all that God has called me to be. That's such a big one whenever you are finding your worth in Christ, or it's a really big one. I essentially feel on my heart um, suffering from depression that sometimes you definitely don't feel worthy of, you know, things like that, which are, that's coming from the enemy. Like that is straight from the pits of Satan. He is telling you those lies. God says you are worthy. God says, I made you. And that is who you are. You are meant to be, you know, whatever he made you to be. You are the child of God. And it essentially says, Galatians 5.1, It is for freedom that Christ has set us free. Stand firm then and do not let yourselves be burdened again by a yoke of slavery. So, don't be burdened. And essentially... You can go to God for anything and give him your burdens and he you're free. You are God's child. You're free to be who he called you to be. Um the fourth one is I am chosen. And it's 1 Peter 2:9. But you are a chosen people, a royal priesthood, a holy nation. God's special possession that you may declare the praises of him who called you out of darkness into his wonderful light. Wow, this is absolutely amazing. I love this verse. Um, It essentially says you are royal because God chose you. You are one of God's chosen people. Uh, He died for you. You are his special possession. God created you in his own image. And in this imperfect world... We are imperfect Christians living for this absolutely perfect God. Uh, I really like that verse. Uh, Five is I'm God's masterpiece anointed to do great things. So we are all God's masterpieces. God created all of us to do something. God called us all to do something to honor him and show others how great God is. And especially those who don't know him, we can definitely be that light for others who don't know him. Um, And the Bible verse associated with this one is going to be Ephesians 2.10. For we are God's handiwork, created in Christ Jesus to do good works, which God prepared in advance for us to do. God knew. God knew that whenever he made us, each and every one of us, it does not matter um, how you think or what the enemy has put into your head. We are all God's masterpiece. He has created each and every one of us to do God's work. Whether, you know, it doesn't matter if you're a teacher, if you're a nurse, if you change oil or change tires, work at like a tire shop for a living. God created us. I mean, that is needed. God created all of us to do something to help his people. And number six, number six is I'm loved by God. We are all loved by God. God made this ultimate sacrifice for all of us, um, no matter how imperfect that we think we are. Um, we are loved by God. And there's actually two verses here for this one. The first one is, though the mountains be shaken and the hills be removed, yet my unfalling love for you will not be shaken, nor my covenant of peace be removed, says the Lord, who has compassion on you. This one is Isaiah 54.10. And essentially it's saying, though the mountains be shaken, 
Like, you know, your world's going to be rocked. Things are going to be, things are going to happen. It says the hills can be removed. So God can, you know, things can, can fall out of place. Like you're going to go through these trials and tribulations essentially. And he says, my unfailing love for you will not be shaken nor my covenant of peace be removed. God is always going to love you and he's always going to be there for you. And his unfailing love is always going to be yours no matter what. Um, number seven is I am an image bearer of the one true God. Genesis one twenty six. Then God said, let us make mankind in our image and our likeness so that they may rule over the fish in the sea and the birds in the sky, over the livestock and all the wild animals and over all the creatures that move along the ground. Genesis is actually one of my favorite chapters because... God talks about how he literally makes everything from scratch. Like he takes this world and he just develops it into this masterpiece. Um, It says that you're an image of the one true God. God created all of us. We literally all started from nothing. Like we started from the bottom and now we're here. Like it's absolutely crazy. Just I don't know if anybody else thinks about that, but it's, it's insane that we are literally all the image bearer of the one true God. Number eight, this is so important to me. My past does not determine my future. It does not matter what happened in your past. It doesn't matter if, I know one really big thing nowadays is that this, um, drug epidemic, um, the fentanyl crisis and everything, uh, it took my best friend for me a little over a year ago, and it there's definitely, it had a big impact on my life and still does to this day, and it is just horrible, um, but it does not matter if you were addicted. It does not matter if you are an addict. God does not see that. He sees your heart. Your past does not determine how your future is going to be. And the Bible verse is 2 Corinthians 5.17. Therefore, if anyone as in Christ, the new creation has come. So you're a new creature in God. He says the old is God, the new is here. So if you're in Christ, if you have been saved and redeemed by Christ, you are, you are new. He, God makes us new. God has this amazing ability to make us new in Him whenever we develop a relationship in Him. And he knows from the beginning that none of us are perfect. So it is okay if you don't read your Bible every day or if you don't pray every day. As long as you work on your relationship with him on a day-to-day basis, you love God and trust God and you do not believe the lies of the enemy. Um, God is always going to be there for you no matter what. Um, number nine is I am redeemed. Ephesians 1.7. In him we have redemption through his blood, the forgiveness of sins, and according with the riches of God, God's grace. Um, we are all redeemed through God. We are all redeemed through the blood that he shed at the cross. Uh, we are all redeemed. He sees past our sins because each sin is equal in his eyes, and we definitely... We all of us are imperfect, we all make mistakes, and we're all forgiven. 
and there's only two more left, and then I might go into a couple other things I have uh, for you guys before I get off here, but number 11 is I'm stunningly brilliant, stunningly and brilliantly made by God. Psalm 139, 13, 14. For you created my inmost being. You knit me together in my mother's womb. I praise you because I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Your works are wonderful. I know that full well. God made all of us. God knew who all of us were before we were even born. He knew what color hair we were going to have. He knew whether or not we were going to have, you know, we were going to have brown hair, black hair, blonde hair. He knew what color eyes we were going to have. He knew if we were going to have freckles or not. He knew if we were going to have size nine feet or size five feet. He knew everything before we were even born. And if that does not just send chills down your spine, I don't know what will. Um, it's absolutely amazing. The last point or the last a biblical affirmation I have here is Christ in me is more powerful than anything of this world. Uh, it's 1 John 4, 4. You, dear children, are from God and have overcome them because the one who is in you is greater than the one who is in the world. God's the best, man. There, There is no one above God and God is the ruler of all. And he is the only God. So all other gods that are said to be are not. It, it is just him. Um, essentially, we do not have control of what others say about us. Um, that's something I have here. We cannot predict or we cannot um, read people's minds you know, what they say is what, you know, they're going to say what they're going to say. We do not have to listen to that. That That is something that can bring us down and we can believe lies from the enemy. And that is just not it, chief. That is not it. First um, Corinthians 620, for you were bought at a price. Therefore, glorify God in your body and in your spirit, which are God's. Um, essentially, always keep God near and dear and glorify him. Uh you know, always know that you were bought at this price of God on the cross and always glorify him and you're in your spirit and your body. Uh, like I said, essentially, God, God sees your value. God knows how amazing you are. God knows what he made in your mother's womb that you are valuable. Uh, God risked his life he gave up his life for all of us. So God knows that we are all valuable and we're worthy of his love forever and ever. Uh, the enemy doesn't want all of us, anybody to know that we are valuable and that we are worthy. He really doesn't. He is going to feed us these lies from the pits of a hello. He is going to definitely like <clears throat> feed us all these lies. And there are a, a few different ways um, that he can do that. He is going to definitely um, send you messages, like negative messages about your self-esteem. These things pop in your head. Oh, I look, you know, I'm so fat today. 
or I'm just not good enough to do that, or I'm just so ugly, I, I just, I'm not good enough to be a nurse, I'm not good enough to be a teacher, I, I don't think any of, you know, the kids would like me, or I don't think my patients would like me, those are lies, those are lies from the enemy, straight from him, um, the enemy will feed you those lies that you are not smart enough, you're not pretty enough, you're not capable enough, and those are lies from the enemy. Um, another way is keeping you from the truth. He will do anything and everything to keep you from God's greatest amazing gift that he died on the cross for you. He will keep you from those truths. Um, but once you determine your worth in Christ and you find your worth in Christ, it will make your relationships so much better in every way in general, like all kinds of relationships at work, with your family, with your siblings, with your significant other. Maybe you're like me and you haven't found anyone yet because dating in this world in 2023 is so hard and there are not a lot of godly men out there. Most men only want, or what we think, only want that one thing and God does not glorify that. Um, It's really hard to find a Christian man. Um, Although I'm not perfect, but I would like to find a man who loves God and you know, what actually treats me right and wants to have a family and build that family on God and not by the awful and sexual things of this world that should come later on and not whenever you're trying to develop a relationship. But um, finding your worth in Christ means developing those better relationships and knowing your worth and knowing that um, the base of a relationship should be based on God and that a guy that, that wants to just take you home that first night and not talk about God with you, that he's not the one. Like, maybe like me and be in that situation. Um, better decisions. You're going to make better decisions when you know your worth in Christ. Uh, you may be invited out to do something that's not very holy. You may be invited to go to a Bible conference or a Bible study, and you may choose that decision instead. Whenever you know your worth in Christ, or I don't know, um, you may actually make the decision to sign up for school because you're not believing those lies sent from Satan that you're not good enough to go back to school. Um, And you will no longer be a people pleaser whenever you find your worth in, in God. Uh, that's a really important one for me because I've always struggled with that and I've always thought people should like me and people, you know, this, not everyone is going to like you. It doesn't matter how, you know, godly you are and how much God you have in your heart. Not everyone is going to like you. You don't have to please everyone. It, It doesn't work like that. Not in this day and age, not in 2023. It just doesn't. Um, you're going to have more confidence. It does not matter what you look like. You may roll out of bed, but you have God in your heart, you know, and you're going to brush your hair, you're going to smile, and you're going to be confident because you know your worth in Christ. And I hope everybody enjoy this message. And thank you for going with me and growing with me through this podcast um, and God. I'm going to try to do this once a week if I'm absolutely can. Um, I have a really busy schedule. I work full-time and go to school full-time and just bear with me. Um, I might have a little brain fog, but we're going to do this. And thank you for listening.